The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. The Royals have won their sixth series in a row, and for the first time this year, their fifth game in a row. As Casey now has also been victorious in 12 of their last 15, the hottest team in baseball as the Royals demolished Drew Smiley, giving him literally the worst start of his entire career. They manhandled Tampa 10-5, as it's Davo. Glad you're along for another edition of your dish on Clubhouse Conversation. I've gotten some tweets at Royals Clubhouse. Have I heard any updates on Brett Eibner? Just what we heard in the postgame, which was that Brett Eibner for now has a Pretty healthy sprained ankle. Healthy, obviously, being an oxymoron, meaning a pretty severe sprained ankle. Hopefully, that's all it is. The Royals will reevaluate tomorrow. And it was it was sure sad and heart-wrenching seeing Brett Eibner down there on defense, making the flip to Lorenzo Cain like he's running the option, a la Nebraska football in the mid to late 90s. At first, you're like, oh, great defensive play. And then it ends up being, hopefully, knock on wood, just an ankle injury where Eibner can hopefully be back soon because he's been giving the Royals high quality at bats. A double again tonight, almost his first Major League home run. Same with Whit Merrifield missed a Major League home run for the first time by five feet. Both of them combined probably missed home runs by about 12 to 15 feet. So hopefully Brett is okay. Hopefully it will not require DL and he can be back on his feet and in the lineup in a few days. Knock on wood. Anyway, we will look at tomorrow's finale as the Royals, no matter what now, are 5-0 and in this homestand. It's a great homestand no matter what happens. The Royals, of course, have won their six series in a row. They open up a two and two and a half game lead, respectively, as they head into a tough stretch, about to head to Cleveland for four. You got Chris Archer looming tomorrow. We'll talk about him coming up in a few. But first, Lorenzo Kane as our player of the game tonight. And again, all up and down this lineup, there are options everywhere. Every single Royal starter gets a, a hit tonight. Paulo Orlando being the last to join the party extends his hitting streak to 16 games. Good to see that for Paulo. But yeah, Low Kane tonight is player of the game with his four RBIs, including a two-run home run. Scored a couple of runs, even drew a walk. Lorenzo Kane, his team leading fourth player of the game here on Clubhouse Conversation. If you're wondering, a number of guys have three. Kendris Morales has three. Salvador Perez has three. And Dylan G has three during his long relief days. Those were during some of the dark days of the early May, you know, late April or into mid-May portions of the 2016 season that hopefully we look back on and chuckle about where all of us were a bit more negative than we should be, just like we're probably a bit more high than we should be right now. I would say the Royals are somewhere in between these two stretches of baseball. We've gone from miserable to tremendous, and the Royals, I think, are obviously much closer to tremendous than they are miserable. Definitely on the upper end of average and above. And I had, an, I've been having these deep, con- not deep. I mean, I call them deep, but deeper conversations with people recently, just talking about the Royals. Like it's like they've turned into like the the Cardinals or Twins. We talked about this the other night, where you know, as an opposing fan, you're like, oh, they've had three injuries, they're done, they suck. Who are these? Eibner with Merrifield? Who are these? You know, back in the day, we'd say that about Jamie Carroll and Bo Hart, and you know, some of these random guys and these teams ran out there, but they always won because they had a winning culture, a winning atmosphere. They had their core guys still around, and the guys weren't rushed to the big leagues. They were allowed to play down and be winners and come up together in the minor leagues, and that's exactly what Dayton Moore has instilled. So it's just so fun to watch this and see guys up and down the lineup. Eric Hosmer keeps it going, is now driven in 12 on this homestand as he goes three for five with two RBIs and two runs. Kendrys. Left-handed Jack off of Brad Boxberger. Hopefully he's okay. He left with the oblique issue. Kendrys left-handed even goes deep in the sixth inning. 
two for five overall with three RBIs and a run tonight for Kendrys Morales. Man, all up and down the lineup, like I said, I mean, Paul Orlando keeps the heading streak going, multi-hit games. Whit Merrifield, two for five with two runs. Chesler, two hits. Drew Butera with three, including a walk. Royals, six extra base hits, seven for 15 with Rodgers in scoring position. My favorite stat, though, is Drew Smiley's line tonight. Yikes. Four innings, eight runs on 12 hits for Drew Smiley with three Ks and a walk. A guy who came in striking out about a hitter per inning strikes out just three in his four innings. Well, I guess it is almost still technically almost a hitter per inning. But, you know, eight runs and 12 hits. His ERA jumps 0.8. It jumps all the way up to 4.77. Yikes. That's a tough day at the office for Drew Smiley. Dylan G for the second straight night. We called it gutty last night. Gutsy, however you want to call it, last night for Ian Kennedy. Same thing tonight from Dylan G. Five innings, had to grind through it. Right around 100 pitches there. Four runs on nine hits. His saving grace was the fact that he missed bats tonight. Seven strikeouts for Dylan G as compared to just one walk. He's now 2-2 two and two with the 4-2-8. Welcome back. I saw another appearance. Second one for Chris Young. Says coming off the DL. Three innings. Effectively saved the Royals' bullpen. You wonder if Wade Davis is available tomorrow since they had to get him up tonight when Scott Alexander was ineffective there. Became a save situation with the tying run on the on-deck circle with the bases loaded there in the ninth. Uh, Wader through last night. I would guess he's probably not available, but you'd have to think everybody except for Davis and Young would be available in the finale tomorrow. But yeah, Chris Young, three runs, or sorry, three innings, no runs, two hits, and five Ks. But what's up with the Royals just missing bats left and right? Seven Ks for G, five for Young. Alexander had one, the only out he got, and Wader had one in there. Check, please. His 15th save now at 0.93. Yeah, the Royals now seven over. For the first time this year at 29 and 22. All is well in Royals Nation at the moment. So, a couple of things before we look at tomorrow. If you have any questions for Hunter Dozier, a guy who began the year around the number 15 mark as the Royals you know, into the top 20 prospect list, a guy who would obviously easily be in the top 10, maybe pushing top 5 if the prospect list came out today. And it will here in the midseason here shortly in a few more weeks, about a month. But we'll talk to Hunter Dozier tomorrow, late morning, and publish that early afternoon around lunchtime tomorrow. So if you have any questions for Hunter Dozier, hit me up, Davo at clubhouseconversation.com. I'll make sure to get the question asked at Royals Clubhouse on Twitter. You can contact me on Facebook as well on there, Clubhouse Conversation. So make sure you check out the interview with a guy who is literally knocking down the door to come to KC at some point in the near future. And that, of course, is Hunter Dozier. All right, so Chris Archer, Danny Duffy tomorrow in the finale. Archer, well, is interesting because XFIP says he should be a lot better. He's got the 4.62 ERA, Duffy 3.23. Archer 3-6 and six, if you care about that kind of stuff. No, no decisions for Danny Duffy. Archer is striking out, as he always does, a big-time number of hitters. Last I looked, it was about 11.6 per nine. I don't have the stat in front of me right now. Uh, but Archer, eight innings, comes off a start where he allowed just one run on four hits, struck out seven. So he's a guy that you can get into high pitch count situations. The Royals hopefully are able, he, he's almost like a more advanced version of Danny Duffy. Obviously much more advanced. Danny Duffy is nowhere near Chris Archer. I'm not trying to say that. But I'm saying stuff-wise, they're comparable because it's all—it's almost like Archer's got a little bit more polish and can put hitters obviously way better than Danny can. But they both can get the strikeout. They both draw a lot of foul balls. And they walk some guys. I mean, they're, they're you know, one's right-handed, one's left-handed. I'm not, I'm not saying they're like the same pitcher. Don't get the, I'm just saying as far as 
uh, high pitch counts. They're, they're both kind of similar. So hopefully the Royals can scratch across three, four runs, get him out after six plus innings. He'll probably get his seven strikeouts. He'll probably walk three. And hopefully the Royals are able to get out a win with Danny Duffy going a similar outing, you know, maybe five and a third to six innings, three runs. This should be the last outing where Duffy is capped on pitches. I would imagine it's 85 to 90 maybe pushing 95. This is probably the last time. And Dylan G, by the way, is now officially no more pitch count limit. So that's the good news, too. The Royals have both of these guys. After tomorrow, they won't have any more times where you're going to have to know, you know, knowingly use a whole bunch of the bullpen going into it. The Royals won't have the time where you just knew coming in that Duffy was going to throw 45 pitches or G was going to throw 65 back-to-back days. I mean, that's gone now. So that's the good news after tomorrow. Chris Archer, the Royals against him, if you're wondering. Lorenzo Kane, 3-for-4 with a home run. Gerard Dyson, two for seven with a home run. Danny Duffy comes off five and a third perfect innings against Chicago before the five runs on five hits come in with five Ks. And final five hitters reach base. Notice the trend here. Five and a third, five runs, five hits, five Ks, final five hitters reach base. Yikes. No Ray has seen Danny Duffy more than four times except for Brad Miller, who's three out of seven. One other thing I evidently forgot to mention here. It's not just I, I jumbled this here in my notes here. So going back to Dyson 2-for-7 against Archer with the home run. Kane 3-for-4 with the home run. There's a few more guys that have had success too. How about Escobar 7-for-9 against Archer a lifetime? Kendrys Morales a home run and 11 at bats hitting 636 against him as well. So a guy the Royals have had some success again uh, against in the past. We'll see what they can do coming up tomorrow on Clubhouse Conversation. We'll be back with you again on Thursday evening for another edition of Your Dish. And tomorrow we'll be back with you again with that Hunter Dozier interview. So Hunter Dozier tomorrow and back with your dishes against Cleveland for that series all weekend long. Tell a friend. Appreciate you listening to Clubhouse Conversation. Have Have a great night and go Royals.